Okay, Slay. Hey, everyone. It's me, Jay, and I'm with my girl, Nina. And welcome back to the No Stylist Left Behind podcast. Nina Boost, our new amplifying mousse by Oligo, offers a natural finish and flexible hold, as well as heat protection. It's your new go-to product for ultralight volume with humidity and frizz control. Nina, you are all set, packed, ready to go for summer, fall, spring, and winter. Get that volume on, girl. Wow. Where do I get that mousse from all ago? Because you just sold it. (laughs) (laughs) We need a go big, go natural, because you know all ago is rolling out that vegan product, honey. I know. And they've been, they've been dropping a lot. They've been dropping some products because they had their dry shampoo. They had the 18 and one. And now they have the mousse, which I'm so excited about. So we just want to give a big, huge hug and love to our amazing sponsor, Oligo Professional. So I don't even, I can barely contain myself right now because of our I'm, guest. Like we're staring at each other. Out. <laughs> we're both staring at each other like, uh, what do we do? Because we're both so excited. So I think we should just dive in. What do you think? Let's get it. Are you ready to learn more about Instagram? Oh, I'm ready. Are I'm you ready to learn see. more about marketing? Oh, don't play with me. Are you ready to learn more about being your authentic self? Absolutely. And all these listeners too. Whew. Okay. Well, our girl today, who we absolutely love and adore, let me tell you a little bit about her before we bring her in, but she is a former hairstylist. She was a hairstylist for five years. She has moved across the country more than once, probably twice. She has changed her career and really has taken a deep dive into her true passion, which is marketing and basically showing up as your authentic self, which she's going to share more about and using the platform of Instagram to really uh, grow your business, but also like how to show up on these platforms, right? I feel like we're always like, how do we show up? What do we do? What do I post? What do I share? So our girl today is going to drop some bombs. So let me introduce our amazing friend, Miss Brie Luloff, The Secrets to Social Media. Welcome. Ooh, that was such a good intro. I just feel so, so like hyped right now. I'm ready to go and like so ready to spill the tea. Thanks for having me. And when you asked me to go on live, actually, when we were on an Instagram live together, you know, um, and go on the podcast, I was just so excited where I really get the chance to share the tea with so many more hairstylists and help people really figure out how to make Instagram and social media work for them, not against them. So thank you for having me. Oh, and Brie, listen, you already know I'm not secretly obsessed with you. <laughs> I'm highly obsessed with you. And I just love that you bring the truth and you spill all the tea on tangible facts about Instagram and social media and marketing and just living your authentic self. And that's something we stand for here at No Sell Us Up Behind. So we are honored to have you 
and share your story with everyone. Yes. Well, thank you. And listen, though, I think for me, you said it so well, is that what I talk about really has facts behind it. And I don't think that it's my way or the highway. And I don't want the secrets of social media to just be about me and I'm not telling you that I have all the answers, but what I do have is answers that will give you results. And I'm not telling you out of, you know, fear or out of ego. I'm telling you these things to help you grow your toolbox because I don't think that sharing my knowledge is going to make my toolbox any smaller. I just think it's going to make yours bigger. So I'm really excited to just like dive into it all today. Woo. I'm so ready every time. So let me just drop a little nugget. So just in case you guys missed this. So Brie and I did a live together on my page and Jay and I were texting back and forth because we're always looking for people to uh, interview on the podcast. And so I was like, Hey, I was like, we need to have Brie on. We started talking about the whole thing. And he was like, yes. Oh my God. And I don't remember which one of us was like, should we tell her right now on the live? Your face. So I announced, I was like, so we have a very important question. You were on the live too. We want to know if you want to be a guest on our podcast. And you were like, uh, oh my God, yes. Like you were so, your face was like, and I'm wondering, should we have done that? Or maybe we shouldn't ever do that again. Like I'm still. I was just like so in shock almost. And I think for me, when I absorb newer information, I just like go into this mode of like soaking it all in and I lose like almost all human emotion. You know, my face just goes totally straight (laughs) and blank. So I'm just like, like receiving data and then it's like oh my god they just asked me to be on the podcast so it's like I almost had a moment of like skipping where I was like wait did that just happen and then so I was like yes you know so it was kind of like this moment of almost like an out-of-body experience or like in my mind like is this happening so no I think it was super cool that you asked me when we were on live together um if I would join the podcast and I just think it's like a no-brainer I'm so glad that I'm here so thank you Yes, of course. So before we dive into getting into some Instagram tips, tools, marketing tips, tools, because we're going to break this into categories for you guys. Why don't you just give us a little bit of background of who you are? So I'm sure we're going to get a lot of new people who are yet to see your platform yet. So first things first, tell them where they can find you on Instagram and then just give us a little bit of history of who you are and how you ended up where you are today. Yeah, so I'm Bree, Secrets to Social Media on social media, and thesecretstosocialmedia.com is my website. And really, I am a former hairstylist and a current coach and strategist. What I talk about and what I share is how to make Instagram work for you, not against you. And I think we're so caught up in this world of wanting to be perfect and thinking that there's only one way to do it. And we know that as hairstylists, like a haircut, learning a haircut, there are hundreds of different ways to do that haircut, right? And still get that same end result with different elements. Like it's just, that's how it works. And social media is the same exact way. But what I coach and what I talk about about is understanding the platform so you can set yourself up for success to pivot and adjust depending on what your goals are, right? And I started all of this a couple of years ago, but I started taking it full time when I realized that I had a voice to share and a message to share. And while other people are sharing 
a similar message and saying, you know, do this and do that on social media and do on Instagram. What I'm sharing is a totally different perspective because I have been in all aspects of the industry. I've been behind the chair as a stylist. I've worked front desk. You know, I have been an educator traveling and teaching classes. I've also been a district sales manager, you know, where I managed 30 employees. And I've also been a regional sales manager where I had seven states in British Columbia managing sales for big distributors. And I've also worked internally in marketing and in sales and education for a company and launching big hair care products. So I've seen it all and I understand how big corporate companies do it on a large scale, how they do launches and how they do their marketing. And I get it how salons do it. And I'm here to tell you that no matter where you're at or what your journey's at, that you can do it too. We've got to make it work for you. Wow. Brie, I am blown away by you. <laughs> like, I just love like all the credibility that you are building, right? We talk a lot about that. It's like, using your life experience and your business experience to roadmap your future and to put yourself out there. Because I know that, um, you said that you moved around a lot and so did I, because my husband was in the military. Can you kind of talk a little bit about that? Like, what was that like picking up and moving so much? Do you feel that it has now made you be able to adapt and evolve easier because you've had that opportunity? Definitely. I think that I, I was raised by my grandparents. So I was kind of an only child and I've always ha had to grow up young and just kind of figure things out. And I kind of have always been really determined and focused on a goal. But once I get there and once I achieve that goal, I am not able to sit in the happiness of it. I'm like, okay, what's next? You know, mm. I'm always thinking yes. five steps ahead of where I am. So to answer your question, like, I think that being able to move and start my life over and like, just trust my gut and go with what feels right has done me so right and has given me all these different life experiences. Like when I left the salon, I was in a really toxic salon environment and I needed out and I didn't know what to do. I either left the salon and go to a new salon and risk losing a big clientele and a great income, or I can secure an income and go a corporate job and work for a big hair company, which I'd never done before. I didn't finish college. Like I went to a semester of college and I dropped out because I went to beauty school. And like, I come from a family where everyone does the college thing. And I just think it goes to show that if you do what's right for you and what feels right, like good things will come. You just have to take that risk and you just have to go out and make it happen. So good. And so realistic, right? I mean, I think the appeal to you and I can speak, I know for Jay and myself is how real you are. Yeah. Um, because that, you know, we, we like to align ourselves with people who are real, true, authentic people. Like not everything is rainbows and butterflies. And on your page on Instagram, especially in your stories too, you always show up whether it's a good day or a bad day. And so as we dive into this and the three categories that we're going to break this down, just so you guys are aware, we're going to talk about time management because we know that that's always a thing for hairstylists, right? We're also going to talk about engagement on Instagram, and then we're going to talk about turning potential clients into real clients because there's so much that we can really share and you bring so much to the table, but I really want to, you know, kind of dive into these categories in a way that people are not 
operating their pages from a space of yeah. fear. And I know a big thing for you is mindset and, you know, mindset shifting and really kind of, and we're going to get through all of this as we, you know, just ask you questions, but let's kind of dive into the time management part. Cause I know Jay, especially, obviously you're still a stylist working behind the chair. Why don't you guys kind of go into that little section and really dive in? Because that's the thing I hear it all the time. I know you guys too. How do I find time or Jay, how do you find time? You're working all the time. You're traveling, you're doing all of these things. How do you find time to keep up with your amazing videos and posting to, and at some points you were posting, you know, two, three times a day. So let's hit that up. Yeah. I think Bray, this is going to be like a fun topic because I don't know about you, I always get, but how do you do it? Like mm -hmm. what's going on? Like what, what's happening? Right. And I know on our live together that I did on your page, we talked about everyone has the same 24 hours in the day. Correct. Mm -hmm. So it's like time management. If you want it, you can have it. Absolutely. If you want it, you can have it. Mm -hmm. And I want it. But I want it because just like you, I share my authentic truth. And I know through my walk, my darkness into light, still battling all of my stuff that I go through, sharing that light is what drives me, right, to get there. What are some tips and tricks you can give us to say, you know what, to those stylists behind the chair who feel overwhelmed, how do they start breaking down Instagram and their social and marketing to balance that out, to make time for it. Yeah. Well, first I think you have to recognize, like you said, we all have the same amount of time in a day. There are busy people. We are all busy, but we make yes. it happen. I'm a mom. I have a husband. I have two dogs. Like I have stuff going on but I make it happen because I have to hold myself accountable. All the things that we're going to be talking about on this podcast are going to be great and good, but what's going to make it the best is actually if you go out and implement and create a plan and a strategy. And I think having a plan and a strategy is how you make things happen. And in order to create a plan though, you really have to figure out what your goal is and what that intent of what you're doing is. Like if you're just showing up on Instagram to show up and you have no goal and you don't see any further than tomorrow, it's going to be hard to show up versus if you have a goal that says, dude, I want to get here in a year from now. I want to open my own salon. I want to have a brand partnership. That doesn't start from, you know, not doing it. That starts from ground zero and you have to start showing up before people show up to watch you. So you just have to get started and to set that time up for yourself and to see that goal and that big picture. And that's going to, what's going to hold you accountable. Cause I can tell you, you know, go on Instagram and spend 15 minutes in the morning and spend 15 minutes in the evening and do it that way. But like, if it doesn't work for you, then that's not going to work for you. So you have to figure out what that goal is first before you can really map out what that time looks like for yourself. I love that. I just rolled into my mic because I'm so I mean, excited. You swooped up. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I rolled in because I just thought of something because I yes. know exactly what's going to yes. happen. And the question is, say someone just getting started. Okay. They have their goal. Their goal is to be a salon owner, to be, you know, working with a brand, whatever that goal is, they have that solidified. What is starting a strategy look like? What does that look like in terms of showing up on Instagram? Because 
there are many ways to create a strategy based on the goal, right? I believe that it has to be tailored and customized to your own brand and your lifestyle. So mm -hmm. if somebody is showing up for the first time and listening and they're ready, they set their goals, maybe give us some tips on what the strat, like starting a strategy, because sometimes it's difficult for people to be able to really do that and like see further down the horizon. So what does that look like? Yeah. So I think, you know, to, I'm going to give you a couple different nuggets. Cause I spent 12 weeks in my one-on-one -on -one coaching program, like 12 weeks diving into this answer specifically and creating a strategy that works for you. So you get how it works so you can pivot and you can adjust. But let me give you a couple nuggets. I think first of all, you have to be more intentional with your time on social media. A lot of people say that they're spending, you know, an hour on social media, but really what they're doing is they're scrolling through their newsfeed and they're liking every single photo. That's not intentional. One of my favorite things I've heard someone say is in a world full of algorithms and hashtags, know the importance of human connection. So instead of looking at wow. the, the quantity of the engagement you're giving, look at the quality and the quality of the time that you're spending on the app and think about your ROI. ROI is a business term I use a lot in coaching. It's a return on your investment. But if you're spending an hour of time on social media, just scrolling and liking, you're not going to get a return versus if you spend that same exact hour, 15 minutes of the hour, you go and engage with your dream client, 15 minutes of that hour, you go and respond to all of your DMs, 15 minutes, you go and respond to all the comments. And then 15 minutes, you watch people's stories. How much more strategic is that? And you can go back and say, wait, that engagement I was giving on people's stories, I didn't see a return on my time. Nobody came back to my page and engaged yeah. with me from that. So I think I should drop that for my strategy next week. And I should actually spend more time responding to DMs and creating conversations. Oh, I'm fired up. I want to dig deep a little bit into another little scenario of time management. Mm -hmm. Brie, you are one, a savage, two, a wifey, three, <laughs> a mom of not only humans, but pets, right? Mm -hmm. So what does that conversation look like? Because your business is online. Now, for me, while I'm asking this is I remember when I was so blessed to start going viral on Instagram, I, I didn't even know what it would feel like, right? But it was just overwhelming. I I was like crying and like upset because I was like, no, 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 Right? Like, be careful what you wish for. You just might get it. And I remember looking at Vince, my husband, because we have two kids, we have dog, you know, I have a life. I'm a stylist. I was a salon owner at the time. And I was like, if I do this, Vince, you will be annoyed because mm -hmm. it is a full time job. So whenever someone says, you know, well, I, I do this, I do that. What is a conversation like that you would have with your family to mm -hmm. say, you know, this is my time I'm spending here. You know, it, sometimes you have to be available at 9 PM yeah. Yeah. or 10 AM or 6 AM. Like you have to be available because that's how your algorithm is speaking. Right. Mm -hmm. So what is that dialogue like? 
For me, I'm, I'm really blessed. I've been with my husband since I was a senior in high school. So he's been with me since beauty school. And he was one of the first people whose hair that I cut and we've moved across the country a bunch of times for me and for my career. And Mm -hmm. because I applied to jobs all over the world and got a job in Seattle for a big hair company and moved there and relocated my life. So he's just so supportive. So that conversation is just more so what does your boundaries look like? So while you you have to invest that time in your business and online. You also have to invest that time with us. So what do those boundaries look like for you? And for me, like lately, I've definitely been struggling with boundaries and I've been getting roped into things and stuck. And I think the best thing for me to do is just turn off my phone when it's time to be present with my family and that's something I'm always working on being better at, but I think boundaries are just so important to set for yourself wherever you're at on your social media journey, whether that's the very beginning, you know, it's great in the beginning. You might have a lot of time to invest, to give engagement, but then you have to be realistic and say that it won't always be the beginning, right? It won't always be that way where you have that freedom, that extra time between clients or whatever that looks like. So you have to set those personal boundaries for yourself and say, I'm not going to answer DMs after 10 PM, or I'm, I'm going to only answer DMs at 10 AM and 4 PM. I'm going to make sure every message is answered 24 hours if I can do that. But I also need to set healthy boundaries for me and my mental health. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. It's so important. So Mm -hmm. important. Thank you for sharing as I take notes because I am the worst. (laughs) I am the worst with that. And it's always been that way with me. And I, I always talk about it and you know, I really don't talk about things too much that I like, I don't teach to things that I don't live by. So yes, boundaries are important. And I do share that, especially like in my make that money course, or even in not so much in synergy, but in make that money course, I, I share that but I'm not good at setting boundaries for myself. So I'm also learning too, along with you guys, how to really do that. Cause I pretty much work around the clock. Like I just am working. That's what I do. But, and I go through ebbs and flows of like trying to have boundaries and then that doesn't work. And then, (laughs) but I think I'm so glad that you brought that up because the, the partnership that you have with your significant other, there really needs to kind of be an understanding there because it is like a full-time job and you need that support system at home to really ensure that you can, take this to the next level. So right. let's dive into the engagement category because here, and I love this, I'm like really excited about this because here's what I hear a lot. And when I get a lot of DMS and people kind of sliding into even like my Facebook messages, it's like, Hey, <laughs> I'm showing up on Instagram or on Facebook, but let's focus on Instagram. I'm showing up on Instagram and I'm doing all the things I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm still not either a gaining clients or B, getting a following, whatever followers, whatever that looks like for you, whatever the goal is. And it's so interesting to me because it is so much hard work to build a following and build a reputation and do all of the things on Instagram and Facebook. Guys, just really red alert, like it's not going to happen overnight. We're talking like months of putting in pure passion, your purpose and your why and showing up every day with that pure intention that Brie was talking about. So let's kind of dive into engagement. And what would you say to those stylists that are feeling that way? Like I'm showing up every day. What the hell is going on? Well, I think first you really, you really have to take a step back and look 
internally and ask yourself like what patterns are you replaying or making happen that's that's making you feel this way like what is it is it that you're not getting the amount of likes that you want the not not getting the amount of engagement that you want and then ask yourself what does your strategy look like like are you actually giving love to receive love so you do have to put in that love to get it but are you giving love to other hairstylists is that who you're engaging with because they're not going to drive your business and that's one of the biggest things that i see is hairstylists spending time on Instagram, when they open the app, they go to their explore page. The first thing they're seeing is a bunch of different hair and it's like, hold up. Those people are not growing your business. And what you see on your explore page, that's what Instagram thinks you want to see. And that's what they think that those are the people that want to consume your content. So Instagram is thinking, all right, I'm going to show your content to more of these people whose page you're looking at, right? That's going to make sense, but it's not because they're not going to grow your business. They might grow your page, but if it's not growing you on a local scale, then that's really not helping you. I know stylists with a large following and zero clientele Mm -hmm. because it's not local and it's not about the numbers. So I think that you really have to ask yourself, how are you spending your time? Are you being intentional? And then figure out, you know, what kind of things have you been told about Instagram that are a certain way or that you have to do it this way? That might not necessarily be the whole truth. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. And I'm absolutely in love with you right now. I always have been but right now even more because just because you have a following doesn't mean you're stacking coin. Okay. Mm -hmm. And why I'm saying that it's because I lived that I speak to hairdressers every single day around the world. And yes, am I fortunate enough to have my education busy, my business booked and busy? Thank you. You know what I mean? Thank you, Silas. But I work extremely hard. So it was really scary for me to come to LA because I had no clientele in my following. So I had to go to grassroots. I had to go hit the ground and then change my dialogue, right? When I first started getting to LA, but also not forgetting that I want to show up to stylists. So it was like, I had to come up with a plan and a system to kind of balance guest, right? Potential guest posts, and then my love and support from the stylist. So I'm glad that you brought that up because what you speak is what you will get, mm-hmm. right? And if you don't speak your truth, no one will listen. Yeah. So true. And I know that that's what you went through, Jay. And I I know that it was also really hard to transition. So Brie, when we're thinking about the stylist that's showing up and showing up and not getting, you know, a return on their investment, what are some ways that they can start engaging with their potential client, not with their, not with their stylist friends, but with their perfect target client because I think it's important for you to, you have to know who you are first as a hairstylist, number one, and then you have to know who you want to spend time with, number two. Mm -hmm. So how do stylists start engaging with their potential audience through Instagram? Yeah. I mean, that's such a great question. And it's like, it's hard to give one broad answer. Um, but to step back just like a step, Mm -hmm. 
backtrack real quick is you really do have to figure out who that dream client is and who you're speaking to. And like, you can go down local hashtags, you can go down local geotags and find local people that you can engage with. Right. But first you have to ask yourself, what are my dream clients pain points? What are their hair pain points? You know, what are they struggling with? Is your dream client a blonde with brittle fried hair that needs treatment, you know, or, you know, you, you have to figure that out and then you have to figure out what kind of thing are they going through in their life? That is a pain point and a personal pain point. Are they struggling with confidence? You know, are they struggling with not having enough time? Cause then you can create content that's specific for your audience. So if you're creating content that's for your dream audience and you're creating to serve, they're going to find you. So you might be spending that time engaging and doing all the right things, but your Instagram page, what's actually happening is that it's not converting. Someone's coming to your page and they're not wanting to hang out and stay there. So while you could be spending all the right time doing all the right tactics and doing that engagement on the local geotags and the local hashtags and with local businesses and all of that, it might actually be a thing that you need to look at what you're doing um, as far as how your digital business card looks. Mm. Wow. I'm literally lit up. I love My eyes are like sky high, but I do want to say something really quick. You are right about dialing in your potential clients and what they stand for. Because just the other day, you did a photo shoot, Bray, and you post them and you slid into my DM and you said, you listen here, I'm putting this out in the universe. This is my ideal client. Mm-hmm. This And I was like, say less. And I fit right into that little box. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and that's so funny because like I got so many DMs from people who was like, I'm like my dream client, you know, is someone who, who, who likes to spend money, but you know, and likes nice gold necklaces and, you know, likes to look cute and invest in themselves, but also someone who's like down to go to Walmart at 1am in their jammies and like go get some hot Cheetos and a Diet Coke and like, just go sit in the car and talk, you know? So it was just so awesome to put that out into the universe. And I think you have to figure out who that dream client is because then you can figure out where they're hanging out. You know, my dream client is going to be on different different hashtags and different geotags than your dream client if I were in the salon. So, so I love that. And I loved getting messages from people who are like, dude, I love hot Cheetos too, or whatever. So it's like, let's say your dream client struggles with not having enough time and they have dry, brittle hair. You can create content on your stories and on your feed that says, Hey, tired mama, like come in and schedule an appointment with me and treat yourself. You can't take care of everyone else unless you take care of you. This week I'm doing a special on deep conditioning mask and I want you to come in and treat yourself. Wednesday is a treat yourself Wednesday, you know, like Mm -hmm. just like creating content that's speaking to that dream audience's pain points of a being tired, B having dry, brittle hair, you know, and C you know, really wanting to take time for themselves. Absolutely. And everyone scroll back about 15 seconds of this on (laughs) this podcast and write it down. (laughs) He just gave you a good little nugget. It's so true because you're really speaking from pain points. You know, it's really providing what we do daily hairstylists is we provide solutions to people's problems. Mm -hmm. That's what we do all day long. So if you want to spend time with someone who is particularly, maybe it's a blonde client, you know, whoever your, her, your target is, then you have to marketing 101 is you have to be able to provide solutions to that problem that they have. And so Mm -hmm. that's really just showing up and, and offering those solutions, but showing up in a way that is authentic to you. We attract who we are. 
We attract who we are. So the more you are yourself, the more you're going to find that you bring into your space people who are like you and people who may, maybe have the same dreams, goals, aspirations, maybe a little bit different, but they in general are like you. So as we move into the third segment here, which is turning potential clients into real clients, let's dive into that a little bit because that's the other thing. The other question is like, I'm doing all the things. Maybe I'm getting followers, but like you said, the conversion rate isn't there from converting your potential clients to real clients. So what are some things people can do right away? Of course, showing up as their authentic self. We've got pain points, you know, twisting up the marketing. And I, I like to say, and Jay and I talked about it this morning, is really starting from the back, like starting backwards and then coming forward with the actual like ad and marketing piece. And maybe even talking about content because the mocha choca latte situation on the post itself, like the context, it's not working anymore. Like yeah. people want more, they need more, they deserve more. So let's just dive into this whole segment. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, this just brings up such a great point that you really have to know who you're speaking to and what kind of content they're going to want to consume. And you have to post to serve. That's the bottom line is you have to ask yourself, what does my dream client need and want to see today? Right. And that's going to give you content to actually create. Mm. Okay. So let's take it a little step further. Okay, let's do it. Let's take it a step further. So if we have people who are not turning those potential clients into real clients, so they take a step back, they write up their whole little dream board and vision board. I call it like a, I have it in my online program and we talk about your look, look, vibe and feel board, right? So they create mm -hmm. all of it. They have their perfect client. They have their color scale. They have everything situated, right? And now they are showing up on Instagram and they're like, what do I do? What am I posting? Should I be staring? Should I be sharing still shots of myself, action shots, video? Um, should I be doing IGTV? Should I be doing reels? Like what, like, let's kind of go into all of that just to give them a little push to get started. Yeah. So great question. I think you have to create content that's going to convert first of all. So going back to that dream client thing, you have to know what your dream client wants to see. And the first thing that they're going to be seeing when they go to your profile is visually, they're going to be seeing that profile picture and that's huge. So let's like, if we take hairstylists and you know, our industry in general, it's not about the hair, the relationships that you have behind the chair and the clients that are coming to you, they're rebooking those appointments because of you right? It's not about the hair. Anyone can do really great Bob, but they're coming back. They're pre-booking to see you. So show your profile, like on that picture on Instagram, make it a happy, warm, inviting photo that people actually want to see. And then in your bio, put something and share what you do of why you do it and what problem you're solving. Like if you're a hairstylist, you focus on um, low maintenance color for blondes or gray, like state that. And one of the biggest misses that I see that's missing that people are missing seen out an opportunity is that the name on Instagram, that's a searchable part of Instagram, you know, so where it's on bold on the top of your profile, right next to your profile picture, that's searchable. So if you have Chicago hairstylist there, um, or Chicago balayage expert, you have to think what is your client searching for on Instagram and put that in the searchable link. A lot of times I'll see people have their name there or their username. And it's like, 
no one, if they're searching your username, they're, they're still going to find you, right? So really utilize that space, take advantage of it because that is free advertising for you right there. And then make sure you have in your bio really what you're doing, who you're speaking to, have a link in your bio and have your location. Huge. And then the last thing that I want to leave with you is that your story highlights, think about your story highlights as the part of your website, the top part of your website, right? Where you have location, you have contact, you have about services, you have salon, like you have all those things at the top part of your website. That's what that part of Instagram is for. Your story highlights is the top part of your website and the information your client needs to see. It's not just like fun, cute things for people to put on and you can infuse your personality into it for sure, but really start thinking about what do people actually need to know about you? Those are the bullet points that you should be putting there. Woo. Y'all better get ready. Y'all better get ready. I do want to ask you a question right now. It just popped up in my head. I'm going to have you rank three things, which one from importance of the IG algorithm, ready? Okay. Is most important. IGTV, Reels, Grid, Solo Shot. Which right- r- rank them? Okay, so I would say Reels definitely right now. There's huge opportunity because it's undersaturated. Like that is your chance to be seen, to have fun, to show personality. And then after that, I would say Stories. Stories are only there for 24 hours. So you really want to make sure that every 24 hours you are showing your audience who you are because you don't know when your dream client is going to come to your profile. You cannot predict that. So show up on Stories and share what they need to see from you. And then I would say Feed Posts after that and IGTV. Can I get real for a second? Yeah. Whoa. I'm like, I'm going to go there. Okay. I feel a little uncomfortable. Okay. I'm going. Cause you know, I like that, (laughs) Nina. I'll like, I'll go. So I'm going to be real with everyone. I have a really hard time. And and I know people are going to be like rolling their eyes and not believe me, but I have anxiety about stories. Mm -hmm. Like, I have extreme anxiety and I think it goes back, you know, you know this, I think it goes back to my childhood when I had to be perfect. And I do, I feel like I do get authentic, Mm -hmm. but I never get deep on those days that fucking suck. Mm -hmm. Right. And I get nervous. Like, Oh, no one wants to hear about that. You know what I mean? Of like that moment. But I am realizing as I'm moving and shaking now that people are waiting for that. Yeah. Because I am so uplifted and I am, and I don't let that, I I just get really uncomfortable. And I know a lot of listeners out there do as well. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to take it one day at a time. Mm. Like I'm going to, maybe I'll just be like, I'm sad today. (laughs) Well, you, yeah. And you've been doing good with that too. I mean, I think we all have to, do what we feel is best for ourselves and what we feel is necessary. But I know this kind of ties into Jay, what you were saying. I know that this is important for you, Brie, and I want to bring it up and talk about it because mindset shifting and the pressure, the pressure and comparison, like Jay, you're, you're feeling pressured really is what that is, but it's pressure we put on ourselves. Right. Let's talk about comparing pages the pressure that we put on each other to be perfect. Like yeah. I'm so over, cause I had, um, someone said to me, oh my God, you should make your grid, 
um, you know, be color coded and do, I said, who the hell, I don't have time for all that shit. Like that's too much for me to even think about being like, it's too perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so like, I get, I get the sentiment behind it and was to be, you know, more branded and I, I loved it and appreciate it, but it was too much for me to even think about that. So let's talk of the importance of showing up as yourself being raw, real. You guys know you're on my page. You follow my page. I show up and share things about my life and story that no one could ever create because it's not their story. It's mine. And I'm not telling you to go that deep and share your things if you're not comfortable, but I am. I'm at a point in my life now where I am comfortable with that, with sharing that. So I think let's talk about like pressure. How do we share? What do we share? How deep do we go? Like, what do we like? Let's kind of talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Well, listen, I mean, if I'm getting really real, like back in the spring, so I like back up really quick. This is a story of me overcoming anxiety related to social media and Instagram while still having an Instagram business right? and the anxiety yeah. being so crippling that I couldn't even open the app because I just felt this overwhelming amount of feelings of just like this pressure that I felt this building and this anticipation of something good coming, but I was so afraid of it and to show up and to be vulnerable. And so I worked in my corporate job for a hair company while I still had my coaching business. And I just quit that corporate job in June. So this past spring during the pandemic, I relocated my life from Seattle to Wisconsin. So that's a huge change. And then I realized that I wasn't, I was ready to take the next step in my business. I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know how ready I was, but that pressure that I put on myself to say, you've got to take your business full time gave me so much anxiety and having to be perfect and wanting to be this certain image that people viewed me in the corporate job I was in. And as soon as I let go of the expectations that other people had for me and the expectations I had for myself, I, I really couldn't be let down. You know, I think if you don't have expectations for other people, you can't be let down either. So no one is having this perfect expectation of you and wants you to be this vanilla person that has perfect everything all the time. Cause that's not real life. We all have shit going on and you don't have to share that shit, but it's like, if you're having a bad day, then maybe what your audience needs to see in here is that it's going to be okay. So you show up on stories and you tell them it's going to be okay today. Hey, wherever you are in your journey, I've been there too. And you'll get out of it. This is not forever. Maybe that's what your dream audience needs to hear. So I think there's power in being vulnerable and using your story and your truth to share with your audience, Hey, I'm not perfect. And that's where that relationship will really build because going back to the whole sales thing and using Instagram to convert to more sales and more customers, 